You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Make me new is the title of this devotion. I am so grateful. I believe in this. I believe in this every day. You know, in 2 Corinthians 4.16, it says, we are renewed in the inward man daily. I am so grateful for this because I need it. I need the constant renewing. Renewing is like remembering, reminding, renewing. You're constantly reminded of this love, of this life because it's the natural tendency of the flesh to die. That means to forget, to be sleepy, to be disconnected. But it's the renewing that reconnect, reconnect. So I stay connected with the heavenly life by being made new. And I want to talk to you today about being made new and that God works by His Spirit often without us realizing it, like a child is growing. And you cannot, on the moment you look at them, see them growing. But if you give it a little bit of time, you go, wow, wow, you've really grown. And that's the spirit life. That is also how God works transformation most of the time in us and also in our circumstances. And God wants us to be able to have that kind of love for Him that we can say to Him often, Father, you have done this and that and that. Thank you, Father, for the working of your goodness and mercy in my life. And here in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10, you are my witnesses, says the Lord. You see, I think it's important that I keep reminding anybody and everybody how faithful and mercifully good God is. And especially when I myself go through difficulties in this life, in the circumstances of this life, that I feed upon His faithfulness. That's what it says in Psalm 37 verse 5. (coughs) Feed upon His faithfulness and delight yourself also in Him. Then He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your ways to Him, and He will bring it to pass. Those scriptures have been a light on my path for so long, and it never grows dim. It ever shines with bright new hopes that God is able to turn things for good, that He will make things new. Because in this life, folks, everything grows pale and old. The things that can be seen are temporal, it says there in 2 Corinthians 4, and are perishing. But we have a weight of glory resting upon our spirit and soul of an eternal, wonderful, amazing life that never fades or diminishes or becomes less. And the Lord says here, you are my witnesses. Oh, praise God, I love being a witness. And my servant, whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. And before me, there was no God formed, nor shall there be after me. I even, I am the Lord, and beside me, there is no Savior. 
Oh, hallelujah, I know where to go for my help. I have declared and saved. I've proclaimed I would do it and I've done it. I have proclaimed and there was no foreign God among you. Therefore, you are my witnesses, says the Lord, that I am God. And then verse 18, do not remember the former things. And what he's talking about here in this chapter, it's a real beautiful chapter. I can't read it all, but he's talking about how they were in Egypt in bondage and how they've come out and how the Lord has shown himself to be their savior. And he says, don't remember the former days when you were in slavery and in bondage and in cruel treatment. Don't look back at that and let that weaken your resolve. No, he says, listen, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of all. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. The beasts of the field will honor me, jackals and ostriches, because I give water in the wilderness and rivers in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself, they will declare my praise. Oh, I want to declare the Lord's praise that once I was lost in sin, Oh, I was in such deep darkness and sin and such depravity of, of ways of living. But Jesus, Jesus has saved me. Oh, I'm so grateful to be saved. <coughs> I'm so grateful that he delivered me. And I'll tell you the truth. I never look back at it. <coughs> Excuse me. I never look back at it. Never. I don't look back at it ever. I look to him who's the author and finisher of my faith for the joy he set before me that the good work he began in me, he will complete and he will perfect that which concerns me. And the Lord wants you to know today he will make things new. He will make things new. And I am sure that like myself, there are areas in your life that you say, oh, my loving father, Thank you for bringing us through these trials. Thank you for delivering us from these trials. Thank you, Father, for bringing us through and making us new. And maybe there are areas in your own nature, character, or maybe in the circumstances of your relationships or family or finances. I know that sometimes things can look like they'll never change and you can't see the end of the end of the tunnel. There's no light in the tunnel. There's just only darkness and despair, but God is faithful and true. <coughs> they, uh, Micah said in Micah chapter 12, when I sit in the darkness, the Lord himself will be a light round about me. And don't laugh at me, O my enemy, when I fall, for I shall arise. Oh, I am so grateful, I know this, that I can wrap my arm around anybody who's fallen and say, look to the Lord Jesus. He, he will not disappoint you, he'll lift you up again. And I know the journey of being lifted up is sometimes quite a road to go, but it's worth going with Jesus holding you up and guiding you on. And here it says in Revelation chapter 21, verse 4, <coughs> excuse me, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. 
Then he who sat on the throne said, Behold, I make all things new. You know, I know this is speaking about the new heavens and the new earth, about the kingdom of heaven in which we who love Jesus shall all enjoy our eternal future. But it also speaks about the nature of our loving Father, that He can take us through the weeping that may endure for the night, as David says in Psalm 30, verse 5. Or those in Psalm 126 who go about sowing with tears shall come again with joy. All of us sometimes having to lay down our life in faith, in love, and in self-denial, and it looks like the price is unbearable and the change will never come and it's worthless what we do. <coughs> but the Lord urges us on and charges us not to give way to despair. The Bible says, if you faint in a day of adversity in Proverbs 24 verse 10, it shows your strength is small. And we have to, friends, strengthen ourselves so that we don't grow weary in well-doing, but can enter the harvest of faith, enter the harvest of doing what's right in God's sight despite the circumstances, humbling ourselves, denying ourselves, and pressing on for God to be glorified in the situation. Friends, do all things that you do. Do it all as unto the Lord. Let me close with you here from the book of Joel, chapter 2. Okay, Joel, chapter 2. He is after Hosea, Daniel, Hosea, Joel. And we start reading at verse 21, please. <coughs> Excuse me. Fear not, O land, Joel, chapter 2, verse 21. Be glad and rejoice, for the Lord has done marvelous things, miraculous things. Do not be afraid, you beasts of the field, for the open pastures are springing up and the trees bear its fruits. The fig tree and the vine yield their strength. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain faithfully, and he will cause the rain to come down for you, the former rain, the latter rain in the first month. The threshing floor shall be full of wheat. The fat shall overflow with new wine and oil. So I will restore to you the years the swarming locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great army which I send among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame and it shall come to pass that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons, your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men dream dreams and your young men see visions also on my maidservants and on my... On my servant, men servants, will I pour out my spirit and I will show wonders in the heavens and so forth. You see, he's speaking here with language that grabs people right at their daily, daily struggles. Because the people had gone through 
a time in which everything seemed to be pruned right down to the ground, that there was nothing left worth living for. Everything had been difficult. Everything had been challenging. Everything had not succeeded. <coughs> everything was not working. And that there was nothing left but what their heart had. And that was that God was pulling them to himself. You see, God wants to bless us with every good thing, the Bible says. He wants to keep our hearts happy and joyful, it says in Ecclesiastes, with the blessings of this natural life, with the fruit of our labor, and with the increase that He gives. But sometimes we can be distracted that we begin to live for those things and they capture our heart to the degree that we have not, nothing left for God. And that is a repeated cycle in the history of the scriptures that you see. Read for yourself Deuteronomy 8, where the Lord, here look at it, where the Lord says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, I love that chapter. Oh, it's so powerful. He says, you will lack nothing in verse 9. In verse 10, when you've eaten and are full, then you will bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, judgments, and statutes which he commanded you this day, lest, you, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply, your silver, your gold are multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied when your heart is lifted up by forgetting the Lord your God. Again and again it says, don't forget me, don't forget me. Don't let the pleasures of this life become your God. And that's all you live for. That's what you worship because it has all your devotion. It has all your zeal or your passion, your affections. My dear friends, let us all return to the Lord. And He makes, oh, He makes everything new. He again lifts our heart into that holy of holies where we enjoy the perfect rest of God and it becomes an armor that keeps us calm no matter what the circumstances of life are. And we come into that satisfaction at His right hand with our pleasures forevermore, into that life Christ has at the Father's right hand where we're seated with Him. And we come into that joy of absolute satisfaction, of being complete, of lacking nothing, wanting nothing. And the Lord Himself is the joy and the rejoicing of our heart. And He makes us new again in our devotion, in our first love, in our excitement, in living for Him. And we're grateful for the things of this life. We're happy, but we're not living for it. We're not complaining. It's unimaginable that I see some people who have so much complaint. And complaining, we forget sometimes, was one of the five sins of the children of Israel in the wilderness of which we read. I think it's 1 Corinthians 10 that we read about this. It's a sin to be always cantankerous within yourself. Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, yeah, we have these difficulties. Oh, yeah, you know, folks, let's not always be busy with what is maybe difficult. And let's not always be so drawing attention. We're tired and life is rough when we're so blessed. When we're so blessed. I really, really think it's important that we're not complainers, but that we give praise to God 
and that we're renewed inwardly, renewed inwardly, and that we're happy. I went on a mission trip when we had just gotten married in 1983, and this mission trip was 1984 because Joshua had just been born in May, and so I think the mission trip was in June. And we went in a car, and without going through the whole story, in the middle of a tunnel, we ran out, ran out of petrol. And I was able, by moving the car around, to get some petrol in the engine a bit, and gave it a bit of power, a bit of power, and we got out of the tunnel. And I, I said to everybody in the car, 11 or 12 people, I said, don't worry, I'll be back in a minute. I went to a petrol station, hiked to a petrol station, bought everybody ice cream in a little container of petrol, went back, everybody's eating the ice cream, I put the petrol in. As I start driving, we got a flat. That very moment, we had a flat. Everybody out again, unload everything to get the spare out, put the spare on, go to the gas station, petrol station, fill it up, and the engine had blown in the tunnel. So it was filling up with blue smoke, and it was bang, 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 the, the, the engine, and you name it, everything went wrong. I was just so happy in the Lord because I was saying, can anything else go wrong? Please, anything else? <laughs> We're gonna get there. We're gonna have a good time. And we got there, and there was about 180 people came, and over 100 of them came forward to give their lives to Christ. And the first person I prayed for, I will never forget it, it's 1984, was a blind lady, and she was blind because of sugar diabetes, and Jesus healed her instantly. Instantly her eyes were opened. Instantly she was healed. <laughs> and you know, friends, don't ever miss the big blessings by allowing the challenges of this life to dampen you or make you complain and cause you to wither away. Don't wither away. Blossom with new flowers of favor and blessings from the throne of God. Begin to explode with fresh fruit of His love and kindness and joy and peace and goodness and all the blessings we know He gives into us through the Holy Spirit. Be renewed. Let your life be renewed. Let your household be renewed. Let your marriage be renewed. Let your relationships be renewed. I tell you, the Lord says to you today, I will make all things new. Amen. Have a good day.